Welcome to the McKnight Group's 50th anniversary podcast series. My name is Madison Stoops, and I will be moderator of today's podcast. In 2020, we're celebrating 50 years in the business of serving churches and leading in innovative church design and building. We're sharing our stories, and today we welcome a few team members of the McKnight Group who have been with us for many years now. I'd like to have each of you introduce yourselves, so let's go around the room and start with your name, your position, and how long have you been working with the McKnight Group? My name is Jennifer Snyder. I work in the Interior Design Department, and I've been with the McKnight Group for 16 years. My name is Diane Anderson, and I'm an Administrative Assistant and have been with the McKnight Group for 12 years. Okay, my name is Dale Turner, and my position is a Senior Project Coordinator. I'm into my 22nd year. My name is Mark Hall. I am Warranty Coordinator with McKnight Development, and I have been here for 18 years. Jeff Hutchison, and I'm a project architect here at the McKnight Group, and I've been working here. I started here back in March of 1989. My name is Dan Doyle. I'm a superintendent with the McKnight Group, and I've uh, been working here 44 years. Wow, so we have a range from 12 to 44 years experience working with the McKnight Group. How did you first get connected? I was working for a uh, subcontractor uh, doing carpentry work and actually performing labor duties for McKnight, kind of on a loan situation. That company just wasn't going to pan out. I was approached and asked if I would like to join uh, the company, and I, uh, I chose to do that at that time. So. I saw an ad in the paper about an administrative assistant position in marketing and sales. I had previously been the assistant to the development director at a Christian school in California for nine years prior to moving to Ohio. After interviewing and getting the job, my first day on the job was participating in a McKnight Group seminar at Grove City Church of the Nazarene, the NAS. The reason I got in touch with the McKnight Group was uh, the position that I had at the time with another firm the primary architect ended up passing away. So I needed to find a position. And with my background as being a a Christian, I ended up looking through the blue pages and found the McKnight Group. And I said, that seems like what I would like to do. They specialize in church architecture, which my heart was bent to do that. So I contacted them and wondered if they were going to be hiring. They said yes. So it was was interesting because uh, Shirley McKnight told me that she's just sent in the advertisement of looking for somebody that day when I called. So I called and asked if I could come in, uh, sent my resume, came in and uh, did an interview. And I was the the top candidate of the people that they were looking for. And the rest, as they say, is history. It was kind of a, a by chance situation. My old boss, Jack Nicely, who was in charge of the construction field, um, back then, back in 2002, um, actually lived next door to my parents. One day they were having a garage sale and he kind of walked over and was looking through things and uh, he heard me being kind of uh, a disgruntled employee with my former employer, I guess. I, I wasn't real happy in my job. He uh, asked me you know, wh- what I did in that job, how much I made, and then he asked me if I would be uh, interested in a position or interviewing with McKnight. So at that point, uh, I came in for an interview with Jack and Hal. So I've been here ever since. 
I was, before coming to the McKnight Group, I worked at uh, the church that my wife and I attended and were members at. They hired me on as a uh, business administrator. So during my 10 years at the church as business administrator, uh, we needed to expand. And the McKnight Group was called in to do a presentation back in those days. It was Homer McKnight with a uh, carousel slide projector, and he did a presentation to our leadership and uh, was eventually hired to build a building. So uh, through that connection, I knew the McKnight Group. Dan Doyle was the superintendent on our project, and we did that, I believe it was in 1993. When I was ready for a career change, um, it was there was an opening here. When I graduated from college with a degree in interior design, I started working in the office design industry. And after several years, I found myself questioning um, what my career path would be and asking myself if I could do anything, what would I do? And was feeling led to ministry in some way. So a friend of mine told me about the McKnight Group in Grove City that designs and builds churches. And I did some other research and time passed. And then later I saw just a small little ad in the paper for an interior design assistant for the McKnight Group. That was in February of 2004. And on a Saturday morning, I received a call from Shirley McKnight. And in August, I started my career here. I could have never dreamed how God would have brought together my career and my faith in such a way. What have been your favorite projects and why were they memorable? The Cypress Wesleyan project, the Family Life Center that we did when I, that was my first job captain project. So it was my first chance to really show, you know, what I can do and, and really be experienced with it. So, you know, remembering my first project here was, was really cool, you know, and working with the church and I still remember doing hand drafting back then, you know, and putting all the details together. So that was that was kind of fun. Um, another one of my favorite projects was the Grove City Church of the Nazarene Sanctuary building that we worked on. Um, I remember uh, coming to the dedication of the sanctuary, and it was I think their third or fourth project that they've done on the the premises, and. I actually was so so really taken with this. I invited my mom to come down, so my mom and my wife and I went to the dedication, and it and they were giving the presentation. And the thing that was most memorable for me was uh, when we were there. Pastor Huffaker got up front and he and he made the comment, "And guys, if you ever get the chance, you've got to see the women's restroom." And the thing that was so funny was because I was telling my wife, I said. See, that's me, because that was the one thing I did that I designed on that project that I did it all on my own and did this, the pyramidal ceilings and all this kind of stuff. And for him to say, guys, you got to see the women's restroom. <laughs> I've often told people that if I were to die while still a, uh, under the employ of the McKnight Group, I said, all I ask is that they put a, a little plaque in the women's restroom saying it's the Jeff Hutchison Memorial Women's Restroom. <laughs> So it's hard to narrow one down. I, most of our projects now, I, I could say, are are my favorite because we have very little problems. You know, when when we have to go back on the warranty, and all of the clients are, are are very very good to deal with, easy to deal with, and uh, they make my job a lot easier as well. So, all of the projects that that I can see people that are happy, and that's most of our clients uh, deem to be some of my favorite. 
it's kind of hard to narrow down to one or two, but I guess if I have to, um, I would pick probably Bethany Westland, which is over in Cherryville, Pennsylvania. Uh, it's a beautiful area, and it was the first building where we used some, some of the newer technology like LED lighting. That church was very tech savvy, which is which I kind of like that. That's I'm the the resident geek here at the McKnight Group, and. Uh, so just just had a really neat relationship with the pastor and with uh, Ken Everett over there, who was their administrator. So we connected, and it was just a good relationship and a good finished product. I really enjoyed that one. Another one that was kind of a standout for me was Belmont Christian over in Christiansburg, Virginia, just because it was a it was an all new build. It had uh, uh, kind of a lodgy look to it. It was it was just a neat building. Uh, the relationship with the people makes all the difference. Uh, they were very understanding and a good group to work with all the way through and uh, just feel like I could go back there and attend the service anytime and be welcome. One of my favorite projects was the Crossroads in uh, Wauseon, Ohio. And uh, I had a pretty good relationship with uh, the church contact uh, Stan Stutzman he was actually a pig farmer but uh, he was very involved had a lot of memorable times with him working on the project another one of my projects was uh, the first church of God uh, actually did three projects with that uh, church uh, one at their old location where we added on a sanctuary uh, to their existing building. And then later on, they bought a property out on Refugee Road and uh, did two projects there, uh, Sanctuary and uh, a Children's Wing or Youth Wing. Pretty good project, a uh, lot, of, lot of memorable people there to work with. Started out with Pastor Tim Clark, and who is now uh, Bishop Tim Clark. Very remarkable person. One of my favorite projects was shortly after coming to work for the McKnight Group, I was given the opportunity to observe one of our design development team meetings for Gateway Church of the Nazarene of Oskaloosa, Iowa. I was given the opportunity to share my thoughts, one of which is the fact I love the warmth of a fireplace that it gives in a church, and then also the look of suspended clouds in the ceiling, both of which are a part of Gateway Church of the Nazarene facility now. Pastor Dave Childers of Gateway Church of the Nazarene was always quite personable on the phone when he would call in, and he attended Mid-America Nazarene University with my sister, which added a personal connection for me to the project. Well, we've had so many great clients over the years that I've been able to work with, and you often hear how people will say churches have split over the color of carpet, but my experience has been um, very unifying and the opposite of that, and I think it's because we focus on vision and the ministries of the church above anything else. Um, so that makes my job a joy. So um, a few projects in particular that come to mind, um, First Church in Canton, First Christian Church. Um, this was the first project that I worked on that I got to meet with an interior design team and I was really intrigued by their hospitality ministry and uh, the project really helped me see many aspects of what we do and how our finished selections and everything that we do um, plays into the ministries of the church. So I learned a lot on that project and I really appreciated that one. Uh, Bethany Westland comes to my mind too. Um, Ken Everett and his wife um, 
just greeted me with great hospitality. And I just remember the project being really refreshing and an exciting project to work on. So I really enjoyed that one. Um, and also Gateway Church of the Nazarene in Oskaloosa, Iowa. Um, their project was a distance away from us and it was a large project. So I was trying to figure out how to balance those things because I had to fly versus just throwing all my samples in a car. And so the interior design team was great to work with. They had a clear vision and uh, that really reduced that challenge of bringing the project together being from a distance. We've had so many wonderful projects and people we've worked with over the years, but what have been some of your favorite memories working at the McKnight Group? Some of my favorite memories, I guess, would be the times when we get to fellowship as a group here at the, at the office. Um, either the Christmas luncheons that uh, the company has faithfully done, I suppose, since the beginning, but as long as I've been here, uh, it's a great time to get together and, and just uh, eat and play some games and have some fun, get to know people on a, on a little different level than you do when you're working five days a week here in the office. We also do things like a summer, we did a summer games event once that was uh, a lot of fun, um, or that we still do usually every summer a uh, cookout out back and make it part of our quarterly meetings and just the fun times with the, the people because we have a really neat group of people that we work with here. It's, it's good to get to know them a little bit on that level. Uh, so many favorite memories. Um, one in particular was a gingerbread contest. So in December of 2008, one of our flooring vendors was hosting a gingerbread house challenge. And so creations were going to be auctioned to benefit Nationwide Children's Hospital. So the interior design department entered the contest, creating a traditional country church complete with a steeple and stained glass windows. And if I recall correctly, the auction of all the gingerbread houses, ours sold for the most. We didn't win the challenge, but ours sold for the most. So that was a really great, fun um, memory. Another fun memory of um, just connections in a small world. On a Saturday in 2011, I got a call at home from my mother-in-law's phone number. But Shirley McKnight was on the other end of the call. It turns out that Shirley and my mother-in-law were at a class reunion, and as they were getting caught up on their lives, they realized that they both knew me. Shirley was sharing that her husband started a company that designs and builds churches. My mother-in-law said, then you probably know my daughter-in-law. The quote for them became, your Jennifer is my Jennifer. So that was just some confirmation of how God brought my life together um, as well. One of my favorite memories working with McKnight Group would be a few years ago, we traveled and put on seminars at churches the McKnight Group built. One particular seminar at College Church in Nashville, Tennessee, while greeting and assisting with registration, one lady said, you have the best job. I think it must be so cool to do your job, travel and see churches you've built and be a part of ministry work. And I couldn't have agreed with her more. I feel truly blessed that God chose me to work at the McKnight Group. We have a great team. I would say that uh, some of my favorite memories are, are when we were able to get together as a company um, that's not necessarily in a work setting. We, when we have our Christmas parties or when, we, or when we've had you know get-togethers, you get a chance to get to know people a little bit better, um, seeing them in more of a social setting. So the Christmas parties and those of when I first started in 02, it used to be, you know, we had 100 plus people. We used to have it at Grove City Nazarene in, in their gym or older worship area. And 
you know, as as the the company's kind of changed, it's gotten smaller. Our Christmas parties, but uh, they they've always seemed we seem to have a good time. One of my my favorites was the field day that we had a number of years back, where we got together both halves of the company, the construction side and the architectural side, and we did a, a number of games and relays and everything like that. We had we were put up in different teams. And we were all competing. So we had volleyball. We had a number of different projects. There are uh, games that were going on at the time. That was just a lot of fun to be able to get to, you know, rub shoulders with everybody that you don't normally get a chance to do in a, in a setting that was not necessarily work-related. We had, like, water balloon launching and all sorts of things. And I, I remember having to uh, practice for that because my part of the relay race was to eat like three lemons and then have to be able to, you know, do something after that. And it was like that I had to practice long and hard for that, but I got down to it where I could do that real easy. So another uh, favorite memory, just in general, these are um, kind of consistent are our Christmas parties and how um, we always have a time that we come together to celebrate. We always have games that bring us um, together and uh, kind of build teamwork since we're all busy doing our own parts of the project during the year and always appreciate the encouragement from David as well. He always has um, encouraging words for us, reminds us um, the meaning of the season and also the meaning of our work. You know, one of the my favorite memories too was going with Homer down to Honduras. Um, after Hurricane Mitch came through, the, uh, there was a couple of villages there that were pretty much wiped out. And it was on Homer's heart to go down there and help to rebuild down there. So he actually asked a number of us if we'd be interested to go with him and a couple of members from the church. So we went down there, and, and if I remember right, we built in, I think it was in 10 days, we built third, 31 or 32 one-room homes you know, with metal roofs and uh, wood and plasterboard and stuff. I think going down there just to be an arm of Christ to help people that were in a situation that, you know, it wasn't their fault, uh, but to be able to do something for somebody else where you know you're not going to be given any kind of thanks for it or, you know, that they can't repay you for it. And that was just, it was just really good to be the hands and feet of Christ at that time. And that's, that's what I see our, our, our company doing is just even working with churches. We're being the hand and feet of Christ to reach out to a needy and hurting world. Okay, so this next one may be a dangerous question for some, but do you have any funny stories while working at the McKnight Group? We were doing a uh, remodel. Uh, actually, I wasn't running a project. Uh, Charles Littner was, and... We had a couple guys up helping him get started demoing. We had a kid named Jimmy Saltz. We had to take out a cabinet uh, at this church because a doorway was going to get cut in in that location. Charlie told Jimmy to clear out the cabinet, get everything out of there so we could un undo the countertop and, and unbolt it from the wall. And so when Jimmy got up under there, he found that they had a bunch of puppets up under there. Jimmy goes, well, looky here, they've got, and he brought out this grouchy old man puppet and had it on his hand, and he imitated Charlie. <laughs> and he, Charlie was getting mad at him because uh, Charlie had a, he had a recording on his phone and said, this is Charlie, I can't come to the phone right now. And 
Jimmy come out imitating that. And then the next thing you know, he come out with another puppet and he imitated somebody else in the in the company. And pretty soon he said, looky here, Doyle. He said, they've got the whole company up under here. <laughs> and we were laughing. Charlie was not laughing. He was pretty upset. So uh, it was it was a pretty funny story. It's one of them ones I think you pretty much had to be there to see it. But uh, it was hilarious. <laughs> well, a fun moment I had was I won a ping pong tournament. It was a win for the women since there's so few of us at the McKnight Group. When you're on the, out in the field, uh, you see all kinds of things. On the warranty side, I've seen all kinds of things. I mean, it, it, there's all kinds of things that can make you laugh, and, and there's probably too many to name. One in particular, when I first started with McKnight, we had um, a OSHA training back here in the lunchroom, and my old boss, Jack Nicely, was in charge of running that and we probably had 15, 20 guys back there, superintendents at the time, going through the OSHA training. And he put on a video midday after lunch. You get through that, that period where everybody starts getting heavy-eyed. And I had only been with the company, I don't even know if a year. And right in the middle of the training, I realized that I'd been asleep for probably, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And I slowly open up my eyes and I go, oh my gosh, I'm going to get in so much trouble. And when I look up, every single guy at the table was asleep. Every single guy in the room was asleep, and even Jack, the instructor, was asleep. <laughs> so we had to uh, redo the video. One story that I will always remember and still makes me laugh and smile, it was a late night. I was traveling with Shirley back from a project in Indiana, and we passed a road that struck her funny. And so she made a joke about the name of the road, but... She was laughing so hard, I couldn't understand what she said. And she just kept laughing. And that made me laugh without even knowing what we were laughing about. And we just had tears. And so um, just such a fun, fun time traveling with Shirley and working with her um, before she retired. I learned so much from her about working with our clients. And I really appreciated the trust that she put in me after she retired. As you work with us long enough, you realize some of us are jokesters and some are not so much. <laughs> but I remember one of the guys uh, ended up making the mistake of leaving his keys in an accessible place. And uh, one of the employees who's going to remain nameless took the guy's car and drove it to another location. <laughs> so when he came out, his car was was gone. In the office... Uh this was kind of in the past. We had some people that were real cut-ups, and uh, they just like to have fun. So sometimes, whether it be on a particularly stressful day for everybody or on a uh, Friday afternoon, whatever, you know, we used to have uh, promotional stars, we called them. or They were little foam stars, and we had some foam hard hats. And uh, we would sometimes we'd have a star fight or a hard hat fight when those things would just start flying all over the office and uh, bombarding our cubicles and office spaces and that sort of thing. Uh, great stress reliever. They were meant to be stress relievers by squeezing them, but, you know, we, we took it a step further, and, and uh, just about everybody got involved in that. Oh, man, it's so hard to contain our laughter at some of those stories. <laughs> Such good times. All right, our final question is, what is most rewarding to you about working at the McKnight Group? 
I think at the end of the project, uh, looking back at what uh, what you've accomplished on each project, finishing up, and who it's going to serve, and and you know why we're doing the uh, projects that we're doing, and what satisfaction I got from uh, being part of the building process of finishing each project has been pretty rewarding. I really enjoy working with our clients and I typically tell them that at the beginning of the interior design process. Um, I just really enjoy meeting them, hearing about their vision and their ministries. Um, it's such an honor to be part of their story and helping them um, create spaces to introduce others to Christ. So even in the mundane of our work, um, paperwork and all of those kind of things, I'm remembering that there's a bigger reason for why we do what we do. Um, and also, it's really rewarding to be able to pray for our clients. So that's another thing that I've enjoyed doing when we come together and we can pray for our clients and for their ministries. One of the most rewarding things about working at the McKnight Group is I love to be a help and to assist others. And that's the role of an administrative assistant, which I find quite fulfilling. Also knowing our company's purpose, which I truly believe in, enabling ministries with buildings that work. If one's got to work on this earth, then this is the place to be, and I'm so blessed that God chose me to work here. Most definitely the most rewarding thing is being able to help churches help other people, giving them the ability to have outreach and using their building uh, the way that they want, the way they intended, the way they envisioned, and uh, making it a smooth process uh, for them to, to move into that building and being part of that. And looking back, and you know, there's a lot of jobs that you just don't get anything out of. You're just kind of going and punching a time clock, and this is uh, most definitely not one of those. Ultimately, part of the reason I got into architecture was wanting to be able to help people to achieve their dreams, and specifically working with churches. Um, what greater dream could it be than to you know, try and do what you can to increase the population of heaven, you know, with sharing the gospel with people? Um I've had many times I've been able to go to some of our churches that were holding events, and I've just stepped back and think, you know, God, you, you put me in a position to where I could actually do this and help people by providing them with uh, the ministry tools, you know, that the building is a tool. And we say here that uh, we enable ministries with buildings that work. Uh, one of my most fond memories of that is going to the Newsboys concert over here at the Grove City Nazarene Sanctuary, you know, and then it was just kind of a surreal thing to think that this may be like a small glimpse of what heaven is going to be like, where we're all worshiping together, but seeing that I helped to be a part of putting something that is a tool for other people to be able to hear the gospel, and just how many people of all the different churches that I've worked on have been able to come, hear the gospel, get their needs met, um, and just be an extension of the hands and feet of Christ to a hurting community. You know, and that's something that we need even more so today. Uh, but getting to know a lot of the different people, uh, different backgrounds, different churches has been been good. It's rewarding on a couple of levels. I mean, uh, by that I mean. I know that we're building buildings out of steel and concrete and brick and what have you, but um, for me, it's knowing that at the end of the project, uh, that building's going to get used for ministry and lives are going to be touched. And um, every once in a while, we, we are 
fortunate enough to have a story related by one of our owners, you know, after six months down the road or at our one-year follow-up visit, something like that. But there's, I know there's untold hundreds, maybe maybe even thousands over the history of the company of lives that have been changed in the through the ministries that are take place in the buildings that we build. So that I keep that in mind, I guess, when times get tough and you're experiencing difficulties, it's always good to remember why we're doing it. Um, I also like, and I've had the good fortune of being able to attend a couple of the uh, opening Sundays at churches. And uh, the two I mentioned previous, Bethany Westland and Belmont Christian, are two of them that my wife and I got to go and be there uh, on opening Sundays. And it's always neat to just kind of, they don't know who I am, so I just find a place where I can kind of stand back and just watch the reactions when the people are coming in the doors for the first time and they see the building finished and all lit up and furnished and everything. It's it's really neat. Thank you, Jennifer, Dan, Dale, Mark, Diane, and Hutch for taking the time to share some of your stories and reflections from working here at the McKnight Group. We're so thankful for 50 years in business and appreciative to everyone who has partnered with us over the years and made that possible. To our listeners, thank you for joining us for our 50th anniversary podcast series. This final episode concludes our series, but if you'd like to hear our other podcasts or our upcoming webinars, check out our website, mcnightgroup.com. Thank you.